You're listening to B2B Nation, a podcast from Technology Advice designed to help marketers navigate the modern B2B buyer's journey. Here's your host, Mike Pastor. Should you work with a B2B agency? Well, that depends. It depends on your marketing organization, its budget, and your leadership, your market, and more. There are a number of types of agencies that work with B2B firms, from design specialists to social media experts to full-service integrated agencies that partner with B2B vendors to plan and execute holistic marketing strategies. I'm Mike Pastor from Technology Advice, and today we're talking with Keith Booten, the founder and CEO of Ivor Andrew, an integrated agency in the Chicago area that serves clients in B2B, specifically in the manufacturing space. Throughout the B2B world, some organizations rely heavily on agencies, while others build in-house teams, and there's plenty of companies that do both. So we talked to Keith about the value proposition of working with an agency, how that value proposition has changed along with B2B marketing in the last 10 or 15 years, how clients judge agency performance, and what the future holds for agencies. So back to my initial question, should you work with a B2B agency? Take a listen to this conversation with Keith and see if it helps you find the answer for your organization. Keith Booten from Ivor Andrew, welcome to B2B Nation. Take a minute and tell us who you are and what it is you do. Yeah, absolutely. And thanks for having me. Uh, My name is Keith Booten. I'm the president and founder of Ivor Andrew. We're a full service uh, B2B marketing agency uh, based in the suburbs of Chicago. I started the agency back in 2005. And for the better part of a decade before that, I was actually on the client side, working in a range of sales and marketing roles. So as I worked my way up from you know a field sales rep into a product marketing manager, into a corporate marketing manager, I had the opportunity to work with a bunch of marketing agencies in the B2B industrial space. And over the course of that, uh, I had a number of frustrations and a number of headaches that I had to deal with. Uh, and eventually when it came to th- 2005, I decided to do, uh, start my own agency. If you want something done right, you gotta do it yourself. <laughs> Absolutely, yep. <laughs> What is the value proposition for agencies in B2B today? When you talk to potential clients, what is it that gets them excited about the idea of working with an agency? Yeah, that's a that's a really good question. And I just wanted to clarify one thing before I start. You know, Ivor Andrew is a, is a full-service B2B integrated marketing agency. And, and when I talk about agencies, it's going to be for the full-service integrated agency of record type agency. There's other agencies out there, for example, design agencies or social media agencies or digital advertising agencies that are more focused on tactics, uh, whereas we're focused more on the on the big picture. So, uh, you know, and a lot of um, companies out there in the B2B space think of marketing as just stuff or the tactics, but a real B2B marketing agency, an integrated agency, they bring value in three key areas. It's, it's diagnosis, it's strategy, and it's tactics. So, you know, when we talk about diagnosis, you know, when we work with marketers on the client side, they may have a feeling that something isn't quite right or, you know, who knows, things could be completely off the rails, but they just can't get the, put their finger on what's wrong and how to fix it. So from that diagnosis standpoint, we can jump in with an, a multidisciplinary team that brings a critical outside perspective and helps them to understand who they are and their value in the marketplace. And once we have that dialed in, then we can move on to the the second area where we bring value, which is strategy and the strategic component of it. So now that we've helped identify where companies are at, uh, we can identify where they wanna be and how to get them there. 
and strategy, we often talk about, you know, segmentation and targeting and positioning. So we help in that strategic phase to help companies answer the key questions of how markets should be divided, which are lucrative to go after, uh, how they should position themselves to take advantage of, of those opportunities. And lastly, we bring a lot of value when it comes to the tactics, the things that most people think of when they think of marketing. And good integrated agencies are, are well-versed in the tools that, that build brands and drive sales. Uh, we know what tools to use in what situations. And we understand that brand building and, and short-term sales activation, they aren't mutually exclusive. So we also know how to talk about products and benefits that don't use acronyms or cliches or marketing speak. Uh, you know, we all know what the buzzwords and the catchphrases are, the innovations and the solutions and uh, the one-stop shop are my favorite, the, the best kept secret in the industry. And, and we know how to talk to people and we know how to market to people because, you know, believe it or not, uh, B2B buyers are, are people too. Everyone forgets that. <laughs> I, I have said for years, I don't go home and put on my B2C hat at the end of the day. It's I'm the same person making the same decision. And what all the researchers have told us is that increasingly the same things go into decision making in B2C and B2B. Yeah, and absolutely. And that's where the uh, the outside perspective of an agency can really help. Because uh, again, you know, and I know it from being on the client side for a decade that you're so laser focused on your products and you're spending 40 hours a week thinking about your products and your buyers and how you're getting it to market. And there's so many considerations. And you know, we often say that it's, it's impossible to read the label from inside the jar. So that outside perspective on how customers and how buyers actually perceive your product, it's critical. So we've talked about the value proposition that an integrated B2B agency can deliver to a client. A lot has changed in marketing in the past 10 or 15 years, which happens oh, yeah. to align with when you got into the agency business. Exactly. So how, how has that value prop changed at all in the 10 or 15 years or has it? Oh, no, it's, it's absolutely changed. And, and we're constantly adapting to this change. And, you know, I started, uh, you know, my career in the late 90s. And back then, you know, as a marketer, the majority of our budget were spent on four things. I and mean, we had websites, but, you know, we still spent most of our budget on four things, which was catalogs, trade shows, uh, you know, direct mail and print advertising. And those are still tools that we have in our toolbox as a marketing agency, but so much more of our client spend is spent on more uh, content marketing, video production, social media marketing, digital advertising, uh, lead generation, sales enablement tools. There's so many things that either they existed you know, minimally when I started the agency in 2005, or they didn't exist at all that we're using today. So, but basically it, it just falls in line with how B2B buyers have evolved. And that, uh, you know, so much they don't, they don't go to a catalog when they need a part or a new system. They go online, they do the research there. They learn about the product. They learn about the competitive set and they do the vast majority of their research before they even reach out. That's right. 65, 75, 85%, depending on what research organization you like to follow. Yep. The buying process is done before anyone even talks to a salesperson. No, and our, our clients reflect that too. It's, they constantly come to us and tell us like they're amazed at how much information their uh, buyers have before they come to the table. A lot of your clients are in the industrial manufacturing area. That's uh, correct. Yeah. Right? And so maybe not as in tune with a lot of the digital channels as maybe somebody in you know, your B2B tech play, like a SaaS uh, software play. Absolutely. So, are they often surprised when they see, as I would think, especially over the last year and a half, digital channels have exploded? Mm -hmm. uh, what's the reaction to that from some of your clients? 
they're pleasantly surprised. You know, I think that uh, when they find out that the, uh, that they don't have to do so much heavy lifting, uh, that they can now uh, you know spend more on these digital channels. They can spend more on content development, on video production. That they don't have to be in the field as much. That if they have their ducks in a row, they can get so much of the sales cycle done before they even leave their house in the morning. In marketing today, we talk a lot about data. We talk a lot about metrics, a lot about KPIs. That's how our teams are often judged. How are clients measuring their relationships with their agencies these days? That's a, that's a really good question. And, and there's no shortage of data, right? You know, there, there's so much to measure. And you, you talk about it from a macro or micro level to a macro level, from short term to long term. You talk of quantitative or qualitative. You know, it's frankly, it's all taken into account when you're evaluating the agency relationship. And, you know, especially in some of the, in the industries that we serve in, in B2B manufacturing, it can be increasingly challenge to, challenging to measure some of these things. And, and that's for three key reasons. Uh, you know, one is the longer buying cycle. We have uh, capital equipment manufacturers that have a buying cycle that could range from six to 18 months. Uh, so on top of that, the second would be the multiple decision makers. You have so many decision makers involved in that buying uh, cycle. Like if you're purchasing a $2 million piece of equipment, it goes from engineering to purchasing, the product development, and all throughout the organization, there's so many influencers that we have to take into account. And then on top of that, uh, a lot of our clients sell through distribution. So they don't actually track the final sale. And they sell to a distributor partner who sells the final product. Uh, and then they may or may not be sure where that final product gets installed or who the end user customer is. So there's a lot that's challenging with measuring um, uh, ROI strictly in B2B, but uh, you know, it all depends on the client's objectives. And that's how we advise them when we're measuring ROI, we're measuring effectiveness, we're measuring the agency relationship. We base it on the objectives that they set out with. Are there misconceptions that you run into when you talk to vendors who maybe haven't worked with an agency, maybe haven't worked with an in integrated agency, and you sit down and talk business and they, yep. they learn a lot about working with an agency? What are some of the misconceptions? Absolutely. A lot of the misconceptions, and, and we do see it in, um, you know, in B2B uh, industrials because they tend to be a little bit less marketing savvy than even some other uh, you know, B2B marketing segments. But a lot of them, especially senior management um, and uh, you know, some sales management, they view marketing as stuff. They don't view marketing as a long-term strategic goal. So they'll view it as, hey, we need a new website. Let's get someone to build us that website. Or we don't have enough leads in the pipeline. We need to get more leads. Uh, let's do a campaign and get some more leads. So that's the major misconception that we run into in what uh, a marketing agency can truly do and what a partner, uh, a marketing integrated agency truly should be with the customers, not only their marketing department, but with their strategic planning and their overall uh, you know, corporate goals. I've always been a little bit fascinated with marketers that have to market to marketers. So how do you market mm -hmm. your services to some of those people? What do you do? Like case studies and obvious case studies on your website. These are the companies we work with. This is what yep. we've done for them. Other than that, how do you market yourself to marketers? That's a really good question. And uh, you know, we uh, tend to get the vast majority of our business from word of mouth. So a lot of our clients, uh, they play in, you know, it's, it's a billion, multi-billion dollar sandbox, but it's still a, a relatively smaller sandbox. And uh, so we get a lot of business from word of mouth, but we've also had success 
through speaking engagements. We've had success through direct mail campaigns. We've had uh, success through social media. Uh, we, um, uh, I'll tie it back to it. I had three clients come to us last year when the pandemic hit and a major trade show was canceled. So we had three clients come to us because we had published an article that got shared on social media and uh, three clients came to us because of that article because they said, we get all of our leads from this trade show. We don't know what to do now. And the answer was, well, you should have done it three years ago, but you know, it's like, what can we do now? And so that's a, that's a way we've been able to you know, reach out and market ourselves to other marketers. Some people have had their marketing mix forced upon them over the past. Yes year and a half, right? Oh, like, absolutely. And, and on the client side, you know, I, I felt that pain too, that I would have people telling me what to do with the marketing budget and, and they'd done it this way forever. And you couldn't back out of this trade show because we're always there. And what would happen if we got out? What message would that send to the market? And, uh, you know, they, they do things a lot of times for the wrong reasons. You know, their heart may be in a good place, but, uh, you know, I, I read something recently that said in B2B, Marketing is no less valuable than in B2C, but marketers tend to be less valued. And so when we're working with clients, you know, it's, it's important for them to know that we understand that pain, that I've experienced that from being on the client side, and, and I know what that feels like. So we talked about uh, the, the past 10 or 15 years and how marketing has evolved and agencies have had to evolve with it. What about the next 10 to 15 years? What is the evolution for agencies? Are you going to have to keep proving your worth over and over again? We don't know how long-term some of the changes from the pandemic. You were just talking about trade shows, uh, how long those are going to impact certain industries. So what do you think is ahead? Sure. Well, I, I think, you know, simply every day as an agency, we've got to prove our worth every, every day, every month, every quarter, every year. However, our clients are evaluating us, we're, we're constantly, you know, proving our worth and proving that we're a valuable member of the team. But as far as how things are going to change in the next 10 to 15 years, it's really going to mirror the buyer's journey, the B2B buyer's journey and the services that agencies provide and the, you know, what internal marketing departments are doing at B2B companies are really going to have to mirror how the buyer's journey is changing. And as an agency owner, I, I see it happening with us in particular in two ways. We're going to be required to have both marketing generalists and marketing specialists. And the way that's going to happen is we're going to have generalists who really uh, know how to craft strategy and messaging and manage long-term goals. And then specialists are going to need, be needed to execute tactics at a high level. And the generalists might not change so much in the next 10 to 15 years. They're going to have to tweak their strategies and tweak you know, how they approach the market. But it's really the tactics and the specialists that are going to change. And when I talk about those specialists, it's in, in two areas, really. It could mean in speci uh, specialists in terms of a specific tactic or technology. You know, for example, a sales enablement tool or digital advertising, for example. Agencies like ours are, are going to continue to grow to put on specialists like that that can work to bring value in specific tactics. But also, we're going to have to have specialists that have deep understandings of uh, customers and their markets. An example of this is, you know, content marketing. It's, it's a critical component of all of our clients' marketing campaigns. And, you know, at Ivor Andrew, every month we're developing countless, you know, articles and videos and social media posts for highly engineered products that are used, you know, in manufacturing and other B2B industries. 
But to assist our copywriting team, we've hired a technical content manager that doesn't come from a traditional marketing background. So he has over two decades of experience um, as a capital equipment sales manager. And as uh, you know, he worked at a machine builder for 22 years. And so he's very, very close to our customers' customers. And so when he goes out to write, uh, to help our, to our, our copywriting team write an article or our video production team make a video, he makes sure that it's gonna ring true with the manufacturing audience. So he makes sure that, you know, cause uh, occasionally if you'll throw a complex article to a copywriter, it can sometimes come back and read almost like a book report. Like they went and they, they took out the facts and they wrote a conclusion and a body or an intro and a conclude a body and a conclusion. And they, uh, you know, wrote their 500 or thousand or 1500 words, but it may feel like a book report to the actual audience. And our goal as an agency partner is to have people on staff that can take that heavy lifting portion off of a company's marketing department and make a piece of content that can really ring true with that uh, target audience. There is one question that we ask just about every guest on B2B Nation, and that is what is the one tool you use on a daily basis that you simply cannot work without? Hmm. That is a good question. And, uh, you know, tool, like when, whenever anybody says tool, like I, I'm a shade tree mechanic and I, I love wrenching on cars and, and motorcycles. And I, I couldn't pass up this opportunity to give a, a shout out to my favorite German hand tool manufacturer, where, uh, you know, anytime I use their uh, Zyklop ratchets and uh, they're not a client of ours. I have no, no association with them as a company, but uh, my son and I. I just love their product. It's uh, you get it in your hands and you, and you feel great about it, and you feel good about what you're working on, even if you're making a mess of something. It's just that nice of a, a hand tool. But on top of that, when it comes back to marketing, you know we've got a lot of tools in our tools box over here, but one that we've been using a lot recently for a lot of our clients is a sales enablement tool called Showpad, and uh, it's basically a you know for any of our clients in in B two B or any prospects basically who are looking or who are selling through a complex sales or distribution network, it's a series of sales enablement tools that uh, allows them to share content. Uh, it lets them provide sales coaching for distribution networks. It allows them to sell remotely. It's got analytic tools. It integrates with other CRM and MAS systems. And it's just a, it's an incredible time saver and a productivity enhancer for uh, a good handful of our clients. It's amazing how much some of those enablement tools have evolved in the last decade or oh, so yeah. from, you know, the simple PowerPoint deck probably still yeah. sort of rules the day, but. Absolutely. <laughs> no, and where, where I come from, again, in the 90s, sales enablement was giving your distributors a, a trunk full of catalogs and, uh, you know, maybe uh, some leads printed out and tell them to go sell. And you'd have a, you know, a seminar at the Ramada Inn off the side of the highway once a quarter and talk to them about sales goals and new products. But now, you know, this is incredible what it can do. And uh, a number of our clients have come to it just because they need a hub, uh, a place where they can share uh, marketing content, be it videos or white papers or brochures or uh, any other sales materials. But then the sophistication, just like you said, that some of these tools have, it's, it's absolutely incredible and it's, it's game changing. Keith Booten of Ivor Andrew, thanks for joining us on B2B Nation. Thanks again, Mike. Great to meet you. Thanks again to Keith Booten of Ivor Andrew for joining us on B2B Nation. If you found this episode insightful, share it with a friend or colleague and be sure to subscribe to B2B Nation on Apple, Google, Spotify, or SoundCloud, wherever it is you go to consume insightful and interesting content. 
Thank you to technology advice colleagues Amy Dunn, Sarah Wingate, and our own full-service integrated showrunner Emily Whalen. I could tell you that an agency created our theme song, but I'd be lying. It comes from mnemonics in the guild. We'll catch you next time on B2B Nation. Thank <laughs> you.